Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose, and finding other women and men who lift women up is my favorite thing to do. Their stories are inspiring, and they help us understand that we can all succeed if we support one another in our work and in our lives. These amazing conversations gave me the stories and the wisdom from my earlier book, Leading Women. And they also inspired my new book, which came out in 2019. In this together, how successful women support each other in work and life. Now, this week, I'm pleased to welcome and introduce you to Sarah Beach. Sarah is a fierce advocate for female empowerment and is the founder, editor, and publisher of Strong, the magazine for girls. It's a quarterly magazine that aims to empower girls, inspire teens, and tween girls. After seeing a need for girls of this age to see strong female role models and ordinary girls doing ordinary things, Sarah published the first issue of Strong in 2017, following a successful Kickstarter campaign. Originally from the UK, Sarah began her professional career as a parliamentary advisor to the National Farmers Union, moving to become policy advisor for the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, the RICS in London. Sarah took a career break to raise her family, but remained heavily involved in the community and in writing. Sarah is a huge, huge musical theater fan and likes nothing more than belting out harmonies in the car with her daughters. She serves as the vice president of the Wilton Children's Theater, a community theater for girls from fourth grade to 10th grade in Wilton, Connecticut. I'm very pleased to welcome Sarah Beach to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. This is such an important time. The the sooner girls can feel empowered, the better we are all off. Thank you, Sarah, for being with me. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being with me. Um, this is a this is a very very uh, wonderful project. I mean, it's not a project; it's a mission. It's a movement. It's something so very very important. Sometimes it's kind of crazy in our lives that sometimes the most important things and sometimes the most simple practical things we we kind of overlook. So you you've hit the uh, you've hit the nail on the head with this one, by the way. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions because I think this is probably one of the most important questions I ask women when I have conversations or men. This question is, tell me your personal story. How did you get to be who you are? And how did you create this magazine? Where did the idea come from? Okay. Well, um, so my background um, is actually in public policy. Um, I, as you might be able to tell from my accent, I'm from the UK, and when I finished university, um, I went to work as a parliamentary advisor. Um, I've always enjoyed writing. I had a career in London for a few years. We moved stateside. I was raising my family. But the whole way through, I was always trying to find opportunities to write. Um, and I was always interested in public policy and politics. And as my family grew older um, and it kind of came time for me to, you know, have a little bit more time to focus on doing something outside the home that I really wanted to do, I kept being hit by all these um, different things that seemed to be pointing me in the direction of launching this magazine. Um, My daughters at the time, I have three children, uh, a son and two daughters, and my daughters were middle school age. 
and they were it was kind of late 2016 and we were living in an environment I felt where they just kept having the message sent to them that girls and females uh, only kind of acted that could only be a certain way uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I spoke to them about this I spoke to my daughter about it who's my oldest daughter is an all-rounder she's uh, bright, she's very good at math, she's very good at science. Um, and I said to her, you know, when you grow up, do you, um, do you think you want to be an architect or an engineer? And she said to me, and she's mortified now that she said this, but she said, no, mum, because girls don't really do that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think that really, yeah. really prompted me to just kind of have a look at the world through her eyes and through the eyes of kids her age and see what they were being bombarded with. And at that uh-huh. point, that's when I decided that I really had to, to do something to change that and to provide them with some good role models um, in a format that was actually designed for, for people their age. Yeah. You know, it's amazing, Sarah. In 2020, we still, I mean, this this whole issue of girls, how they're perceived as, you know, they, they're fragile, they can't do things, you know, and the most important thing that we have to remember, we can't be what we can't see. And I, and I yeah. think what I really like about your magazine is that you talk about role models. I, I don't know about you, but I was lucky to have two grandmothers, and then my mother was, my mother was a million-dollar saleswoman in real estate. So I had some yeah. role models. Uh, one, my other grandmothers were also in, in business, but I had some grandmothers that, um, that, and mother that, that I could role model after. But still, I think even then – uh, and I am much older, and I do have, by the way, I have three daughters, and so I do what I do for a very good reason as well. But yeah. I, I think the message that I often heard was girls can't do that, but boys can. And and I think that message is still pretty strong out there, which is, again, the media, I think, to, to girls and to women is stay young and beautiful if you want to be loved and, you know, your weight, the way you look, the way you dress. And I think these girls are, are just inundated with so much uh, comparing. They're impossible models to compare themselves to. And I think that's yeah. why this magazine is so extremely important is because you can't be what you can't see and what you can't, you know, or what you can't do. So I, I applaud the magazine, and I think it's absolutely wonderful. So, okay, so uh, what did your daughters, what did, what did your daughters really start to tell you well you also have a son but you know talking to both of them and just what was your realization as you began you began this journey to develop this this magazine well just very quickly going back to something that you were saying about when I was growing up you know I grew up in in Thatcher's Britain and uh, you know say what you like about our politics you can you know you can love or hate Margaret Thatcher but I grew up with a female prime minister and I yeah I felt when I moved over to the States, I didn't realize it initially, but I do think that I, I think it's got worse than it was when I was growing up. That's part of the problem, yeah. that, that things have got worse. And what, what I'm seeing when I kind of look through, try to look through the eyes of my daughters, I realized that, you know, a lot of stuff they were seeing on the TV, um, yeah, it's very rare to see. In fact, I remember once taking a picture because there were four women sharing the screen on a news program. It was, it's very yeah. rare to see, you know, men are there all the time and women are, are not there so often. 
you know, a lot of the, the environment that we live in as well, the town that we live in, has a lot of um, males. Well, it has females too, but it has some stay-at-home, uh, predominantly mothers as well. You know, the, the positions that they're seeing are predominantly male. Just, you know, the books that they're reading, although they've got strong female characters in them, they're predominantly, you know, male protagonists. I think that for every female uh, book character, there's something like, no, no, film character that's 2.24 men. So, you know, everything, yeah. and, and that's got better in recent years, everything they're seeing is, you know, reinforcing that, that men can do all these kind of, you know, they're the action heroes. Don't forget this is 2016 before Wonder Woman came out. That came out the following year. Um, but before yeah. then, you yeah. know, every action hero they were seeing pretty much was male. They were reading Harry Potter. They were reading Percy Jackson. You know, they sure. were reading about boys doing exciting things. And then if you were to look at the magazines that they were reading, you know, there's, uh, you could look at Girls' Life magazine and it would say things like, you know, full fashion that you'll love, your dream hair. Yeah. And then the Boys' Life magazine is saying, explore your future, you know, what do you want to be? And the message yeah. is that, and a lot of the time I think we don't think these things are important, but the subliminal message is not really subliminal and it's not that subtle. Yeah. The message that we're giving these girls over and over again at a time in their lives when they are really trying to figure out who they're supposed to be, you know, these are middle school kids. It's, it's that girls are like this. The boys yeah. do anything they want. They're, Absolutely. You know, uh, my latest book is called In This Together, How Successful Women Support One Another in Business and Life. But in the last chapter of the book, it talks about male sponsors and male advocates. And I think this is the other thing that we always have to consider. You do have a son, but, again, it's yeah. going to take us all. But, you know, I see, I see the messages that boys get, boys and men, be strong. If you want to be loved, be strong, be muscular, and, you know, be handsome. And, and, and so I think, I think we all have to kind of wake up and look around and say, wait a minute, what, what is the media, what is the marketplace doing to our daughters, our sons, and to us as to yeah. what we're, we're taking in? And it's really hard for any boy, girl, man, or woman, based on what we see, to feel really, really good. You know, use this product for uh, – seven days and lose 10 years you know I've tried that it doesn't work <laughs> it just it just doesn't work and and yeah. so you know here you've got a magazine and I like it because I see body mind and spirit all through it you know I'm reading the table of contents on your magazine you know strong mind but music you're talking about exercise you're talking about things that really really make a difference I, re- I really like the um Strong, let's see, the strong music. I like the music, you know, because music really does affect us. We don't realize the number of things that are in our environment that truly affect us. And I think yeah. especially young young girls and young boys are very vulnerable to, you know, what's out there. And we have to be careful what we listen to. We have to be careful what we read. And we also have to be careful what we believe. Yeah. I think also it's about, you know, a lot of things that young girls, you know, they're all over social media, many of them, you know, they're starting to get into social media at this age. And social media can be very positive, but also very negative. And it's really about following the right people. It's about having the confidence to follow people that are going to be healthy for you to follow. Yeah, Um, yeah. Magazine is about presenting um, all different kinds of girls because, you know, as you've said several times already, you know, you've got to see it to be it. So we want all, you know, all girls to open up our pages and to be able to see, oh, you know, here's somebody like me who, who loves playing soccer and here's somebody yeah. from me, me who likes camping in the outdoors or here's somebody like me that's, that's really smart and enjoys science. 
And, um, yeah, I think that's what we're aiming for with it. Yes, we can. And you become you become the person that you spend time, you spend time around. I mean, let's face it. The, I, I guess the example would be the, the show The Greatest Loser. I mean, these people that lose 100 pounds, but they go back into their families of origin who are, unfortunately, obese. And oftentimes they go right back into that obesity because of the, you become the people you spend time with. So, so girls, okay, so what are you seeing? I mean, you, your magazine is how old now? How, how long have you had it? The first issue came out in the fall of 2017, so just over two years at this point. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback. Um, we have, as well as the magazine itself, we have an ambassador program. We use to help girls who are trying to do great things in their communities. So we have kind of a relationship with them where we try and, and um, help them grow their projects. Um, uh-huh. and empower them that way as well. Um, and, it, yeah, the feedback that I'm getting from people, and also when we have um, our photo shoots, we just use regular girls. I'm about to have one actually next weekend, and I've literally got a call out on social media, you know, if you can get to the photo shoot location, you know, send us your information. You know, we're not looking for models. We're looking for role models. We're looking for ordinary sure. girls. Sure, sure. What I'm getting is that it's great. You know, people are saying this is, um, people of color like the fact that, that um, their daughters are represented in it. Um, people are saying, you know, my daughter is not one-dimensional, and this magazine reflects more the person that my daughter is. Uh-huh. I, have, uh, I have granddaughters now, so I see this magazine being extremely important for them. Uh, again, they do have some very strong female role models as well as male role models as, as for them to you know, to be around and to learn from. But when, you know, your peers become extremely important. So I, I see this as a, something that really would motivate girls to really start saying, I want to be like those girls. I want to spend time with those girls. Okay, so, so the different areas, and I, again, I was using the example of mind, body, and spirit. But again, what are you hoping to teach what skills to them? So the idea really is that um, it's to help girls become their best self. And you're right, every issue we do have a strong body section. So in that we've, um, we have a nutritionist that we work with for a minute and often we'll do recipes. And they're things that girls can make themselves and they're things that promote healthy eating. Um, if we're not doing recipes, we might have, um, we have a doctor, a pediatrician that we work with and she might be doing something on how to take care of yourself. Um, in yeah. the past we've done features on periods there's a lot of kind of stigma and people don't like talking about periods, but, you know, we all have them at some point in our lives. So um, we talk a lot and we're very open about menstruation. Um, so that's one element of it is strong body and just how to take care of yourself. I think one of the yeah. standards to it is independence and responsibility to yourself. We have strong minds and we have a, a clinical psychologist. We talk about things like um, divorce, mental health issues, um, friendship issues. You know, middle school is a time often of kind of changing friendships and how to handle, you know, if people are cruel, mean, what to do about bullying. So we have that yeah. kind of thing. We also have a practical um, article called Little Miss Fix It. It's on things like um, fixing a puncture in your bike tire because, you know, there's no reason why everybody shouldn't be able to do that. How to troubleshoot if the Wi Fi goes down. Um, and also how to use power tools to make basic things around the house we've done how to you know unblock the toilet all kinds of things um yeah. <laughs> we, we was, yeah, good um, 
yeah. do is growing in because we like to talk to girls that are growing up in different cult- um, cultures and countries. So we kind of travel around the world in each issue. Um, we've spoken to girls in South Africa, France, Scotland, New Zealand, Uganda. We've spoken to a girl, a multicultural girl, growing up in the U.S., but with parents who are British and grandparents who are Indian. And in the next issue, we're talking about growing up black in America. And we're talking to girls about their experience um, with racism in America. Um, We teach skills. So, you know, we, we present skills. So we do things, anything from kind of budgeting and time management to we send CPR, American Sign Language, self-defense. And then as well as those things, we also always feature a strong girl, an ordinary girl who's kind of either overcome adversity or is doing something incredible in her community. And we always feature a strong career, again, so that girls can see these women in these different and interesting careers and think, you know, maybe I could do that one day. Sure. Those are some of the answers. So, you know, you have your two daughters, and I'm sure they're ambassadors. Uh, what, would, what would they say to me today how this magazine has impacted their lives? I know they're not here, and you're their mother, but I'm sure you have an idea what they would say. I think it says a lot, A, that my daughter is mortified that she ever said that, and B, that she's now in high school and she's in honors level courses for maths and science, and that's kind of the direction she's choosing to go in. Um, yeah. They definitely open their eyes. I don't think that before 2016 they ever really thought that being female was any different to being male or anything else. And that was the year, you know, that was the age they were at and that was the time when it really seemed, they seemed to start thinking, you know, maybe it's I'm different because I'm a girl, maybe there are things I can't yeah. do. And they definitely don't yeah. feel like that. Um, the uh-huh. message that they get to me, you know, if I've achieved nothing else, my daughters are empowered, definitely. Yeah, um, they, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was growing up, which was which was a little ways back, but uh, you know, I think early on, I I believe that boys were having much more fun than girls, and that in some ways, boys were more valued than girls, and and it, and it was interesting to grow up that way. And of course, you know, God, she she has a great sense of humor. I uh, did fall in love. I I, plan, I you know, I was going to be a career woman. I was not going to. I wasn't going to get married. I wasn't going to have children. And we all know how that will change very quickly. So uh, my first child was born, and she was a girl. And I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I, I was so unprepared to rear a daughter that I just assumed I would have boys for some reason. But then after she was born, I had my second daughter. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what is going on here? And then when I had my third daughter, I thought, oh, my gosh, okay, I think I'm getting it. But, you know, I think the other thing, and this is where Women Connect for Good, my foundation, comes from, and I say this over and over again, and and I like your thoughts about this, Sarah, is that women, white women in, in the United States of America, not all women, but many white women do not support other white women. They do not. And, and I guess it can go back to the media. It can go back to the marketplace because competition is, is, seems to be a thing that a lot of women don't really understand how to do or how to do it fairly. Compe- There's nothing wrong with competition as long as you do it fairly. But, but again, you know, it's, I, I, can't, I can't tell you the number of women because I, I talk to corporations all the time. And what I do is uh, I'm, I'm all involved in, in women's leadership is that, you know, the, a young woman will say to me, she's in a company, any, any company you can think of, and she goes, well, what do I do about this woman who is mean to me? 
I think what we're finally coming out with is that mean girls become mean women and that we, as we're growing, have to continue to teach our daughters about the value, the, the, you know, the self-love and the value that they have to really exude that with other girls and other women. And, and, and until we really get that picture across, we are, we're going to continue to, to fall a little short. And that empowerment, of course, you know, personally, I had to empower myself first before I could ever, ever think about helping anybody else to empower themselves. And, and I think that's, a, that's totally a knack of, of understanding empowerment in the first place. How, how do you define empowerment? What, how do you define it? I think, gosh, that's a tricky question. Um, I think that being empowered is being strong enough to have kind of the confidence in your own abilities, to have the kind of faith in who you are, and to be confident to go out there and, and be not, yeah, I guess unapologetically yourself and the best person that you yeah. can be without yeah. kind of dumb yourself down or move yourself down for other people. And yeah. I think your, your comment about women not building each other up is, is so sad. And I do think that, you know, obviously you still always get kind of, there's always mean girls, as it were. But um, I think that that's another thing that we try to promote and that I want to teach my daughters and other girls that age is that other people's success is not your failure. Um, you know, that's yeah. not how it works. And, Good point. You know, we have to come together. We, you know, women should be building each other up 100%. Girls should be building each other up. You know, we should be fixing each other's crowns, all these kind of cliches. Because, you know, that's how we're going to get somewhere. We, we have enough people, honestly. You know, society is already trying to put women down enough. And we all yeah. need to support each other. And that's definitely a message that I'm trying to promote. Going back to empowerment, just absolutely, just being strong enough to, to really understand who you are and be confident to just be that person, you know, without worrying about what other people think, just accepting that everybody's just going to like you and that that's okay and that you don't have to always be the soft feminine one. You're allowed to disagree. You know, you're allowed to have opinions and they're valid. And yeah. That's yeah. what I mean, what I think. Do, do your daughters ever say to you, Mom, it's just not as easy as you think it is? Do they ever say that to you that, you know, what, what we talk about and what we're, what we're trying to do here it's just not always as easy as it seems. I don't think we've ever had that conversation in so many words, but, you know, there are definitely scenarios. They come home from school and they tell me about something that's happened and uh, we talk together about how to handle it. And you're right, these kind yeah. of book answers don't yeah. always work. Definitely yeah. a kind of subtle diplomacy sometimes required. Um, yeah. And it's definitely not easy to not care what other people think of you. Yeah. But I Absolutely. think that... Uh, I do think it's important. I think it's something that takes people a long time to learn, you know, too long to learn. And I think yeah. we all have to know that we're okay. And I, I hope that seeing other people like them in the magazine, you know, be able to see it, will help them sure. to think that, that it's okay to be different and give them that confidence. It's just the same. Yeah. Well, likability is a, is a real issue, you know, for, for women, for sure. Not everybody's going to like you, and especially if you're in business. And you're in a leadership role, you have to understand that's just part of the job. But uh, we have to bring these things to the awareness. If we don't talk about them, kind of, like, kind of like the elephant in the room, we have to keep talking about these things and hopefully engaging in conversations with more and more young girls and women, exchanging those thoughts and ideas. Because until we do, 
it's just going to stay the same. It'll, we'll put our heads back in the sand and, and then, you know, we'll, we'll go back, you know, like I said, you, you were, you were very blessed to grow up in the UK. You did have the Margaret Thatcher. You also had the Queen. I mean, the Queen of England. I mean, there are, there are definitely some, some, you had some advantages. Uh, unfortunately, in, in this country, we are still struggling to break that ultimate glass ceiling uh, and yeah. banging our heads and we're coming up on another election and I don't even want to begin to talk about that, but we have to support everyone. But I, I darned if we, I wish <laughs> we have to have strong women leaders. We have to have women yeah. with strong voices and strong leadership for all of us to come together. We do. And, you know, I also think just thinking about, you know, the working world and the way I work and the way I, I have my family, you know, I'm a relatively intelligent person, but the job that I was doing at the time when I decided to have my family, it didn't have the flexibility and um, that, that I needed. And I think that's largely, um, you know, the working world has been designed for men. And the more women we, we have in these positions of power, the more the working world is going to suit the flexibility that a lot of women need as well. So yeah, I don't think it's absolutely. about being in positions of power. It's not just about that. It's also about changing the way we all work. Um, and actually, yeah. to be honest, not all women, you know, it's, it's all caregivers, that men need that flexibility when they have young families too. I, I think we need more flexibility, and I think having more women in more positions of power and responsibility will help. You know, the number yeah. of women who kind of, you know, heads of Fortune 500, I, it's like, I think it's like something like 5% of CEOs of Fortune 500 companies are female. No, it's, not very, it's not very high. No, no, it's no. not. So, yeah. you know, it's the kind of numbers that, that, you know, we need to give our girls examples of women in those roles and we need to create an environment where girls and women can, or women, can actually yeah. work. Well, one of the things that we're doing right now, and I'd sure love for you to get on board, especially with your magazine, is called Lift As You Rise. And what we should do, girls and women, as we rise, as we achieve, as we move forward in our lives and we are successful, then we bring other women other girls along, and that is the campaign called Lift As We Rise. Lift mm-hmm. As You Rise, because if every one of us, as, as we become uh, empowered, as we learn that power too, uh, if we could bring someone else along as a role model or, again, a sponsor, someone we can you know, coach and, and assist, uh, we wouldn't have no problems having the, all those things that we've talked about. Your magazine, wouldn't it be nice to one day not need this magazine? Oh yeah, <laughs> and I and I think I think that's what I I'm where I'm at when it comes to women's leadership, girls and women, men and men and boys is that one day just put me out of business, just put me out of business so that I can just sit around and go kumbaya. We're all in this together, and and everybody gets the same education, everybody gets the same health care, everybody has security and has the ability to live the lives they truly truly were meant to live. Yeah. I think it would be yeah. wonderful. It would be wonderful. That's what, that's what we all want. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about what you want. You've got some, some goals and aspirations, some dreams as well. What is it you want, and where can we learn more about you and your magazine and the wonderful things that you're doing in the world? So um, I think my dream uh, at the moment, anyway, is for this magazine, which I firmly believe is, is so important for so many girls, to be available, you know, right across the country in every school library. Um, I, I would like everybody to have access. Um, if I had the money to give it away free to everybody, I absolutely would, to be honest with you, because I really think it's a public service. 
um, in, yeah. in many ways. Um, and if people want to find out more, um, then I'd encourage them to check out our website, which is www.strongmagazineforgirls.com. And you can have a look through some of the um, magazine covers, and you can read some of our blog posts. And you can subscribe as well if you're interested. And if you don't have a girl in your life that you want to subscribe for, you can maybe subscribe for a local life or your school as a gift instead. Um, yeah. yeah that, that, that's really what I'm about. It's just trying to spread the word and get strong into the hands of as many girls as possible. Well, absolutely. Well, anyone that gets a magazine should give it to their best friend or their, someone that they think can use it or refer them to the website because, again, so many people are reading digital magazines. I, I like to get a book in my hands or a magazine, but, again, the digital seems to be pretty popular too. Well, let me let me just say this, Sarah, that, uh, you know, Women Connect for Good, support your efforts. Let us know uh, when, the publish, when the publication comes through. If you want us to, to uh, promote it, we sure can do that because, again, uh, the sooner that we can begin to empower and give girls the strength and the voice that they need to, to live the lives they were meant to be, the sooner the better. So to me, uh, this is a wonderful, a wonderful beginning to, to start that whole process because we, we want as many girls as to start out on a good footing and to, and to help other girls and help other boys and girls, boys, men, and women to, to all come together. So, like I said, in this together is what I'm all about. So if we can help you, please let us know, Sarah. Right. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love people to share it. It's available digitally. In fact, I can let digital copies. People can reach out to me if they're unable to get the paper copy of the magazine. I can make digital copies available to anybody free of charge. And um, I can absolutely would encourage people to share the magazine with their friends. And thank you. I, yeah. I absolutely agree. We're all in it together. This is all about lifting girls and women up. <laughs> and we, absolutely. we have to lift as we rise and lift as we rise. Well, just let us know when the next publication comes out, and we'll be glad to promote it. How about that? Perfect. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day, and we just keep doing what we do best. And, and you have definitely found your – you found your path and your journey is, is beginning to be even better and better. Well, thank you so much and best wishes in all things. To you too. Thank you very much.